Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Florida Business Forum podcast. And I'm proud to be bringing you business news and sometimes some breaking news from around the state of Florida and the nation in our series of podcasts. And today, my guest is someone very, very special, widely known in many business and economic circles for his vision, his investment, dedication to community and family that seems in many cases to be some of those things that are vanishing from our business communities. So I'm very, very proud to welcome Joubert Benamou, the CEO of Immacorp Capital, visionary for numerous business projects, past, present, and future. Joubert, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. It uh, is something that when I looked into your ventures and things that you have done, I was just fascinated. Who is this man? What has brought him here to South Florida? And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I always, since this is audio, I always have to sometimes give a little play-by-play. You've got a great big smile on your face because I know what I'm saying is true. So everyone wants to know a little bit about you. We're going to do, hopefully, more than one episode. And in our second episode, we'll get more into the business side of it. But let's, let's start by talking a bit about you. Tell us about your background and who you are. Born in Morocco, grew up part of my childhood in Morocco, then moved to France and came here in Miami on vacation when I was 26, 27. And by my 28 years old, I decided to move here definitely. I sold my business, which was a successful business. I had a great life in Paris. No reason to move here, but I liked not only Miami, you know, as a kid, you always have the, the American dream. I came to America at the right time, and I fulfilled my dream. I love that story. As a former television anchor, investigative reporter, you know that I looked into a little bit about your background, and you don't do a lot of interviews, but one of the things that popped out in the many things that I was able to find out is you love art. Why the love of art? Love art goes back to, I'm 59 years old, I think I was 18 years old, so um, it's something that I have inside, it's have a passion for it, passion for the artist, and I try to enjoy it as much as I can, incorporate into my business, something that I have around me in my office at home. Looking around your office right now, give us a word's eye view of some of the art that's here in your office. Just behind you, you have a beautiful piece of art from Roberto Mata. Uh, this is artist from a South American artist, really artist. Here, something completely different from uh, uh, an artist named Brainwash. Uh, street art. Uh, people like it, don't like it, but I think it talks, it talks to me, it talks to my kids, which is more important. So I can communicate art with my kids. They may not understand this, but they may understand this. So, My graphic artist, uh, Jennifer Shaparo, uh, she is 
uh, an outstanding artist before she was a graphic designer. And she's in the process of taking uh, an art uh, program live in Colorado, even as we speak today. And she is someone that when you look at art, you see the the look on her face, just as I'm seeing in yours right now, that uh, there is an appreciation of art that people either have or some people will never get it. Well, you know what? I think that everybody is an artist in his manner. You are an artist in what you're doing. I'm an artist, what I'm doing. Everybody is an artist in his manner. It's just the expression that an artist is going to give you of the way he sees life and what he has inside. And either you can get it or not get it. And it's just when you have the passion, it's not only about a piece of decoration, it's a piece of uh, an artist who express himself. So I just don't buy a piece of art because I like it. I try to see who's the artist, where he's coming from, what the background, what's behind it, because uh, this is how I learned, you know. I learned from a younger age uh, to to appreciate art. And quite a collector. I understand uh, you have collections in warehouse that are uh, being shifted from one location to another. You also have a lot of art in your home. And a little birdie told me Marilyn Monroe. Used to. Used to. <laughs> because uh, I was, uh, uh, you know, very period in, in your life where you like certain art. Then there is an evolution. And maybe what you have seen was about about. 15, 18 years ago. And yes, uh, a very certain artist that uh, took Marilyn Monroe and expressed the attitude of Marilyn Monroe in many different aspects. So yes, and there are very sad, had some pieces from Marilyn Monroe, uh, pictures, inedit pictures that of her, of the last moment. So when you have that passion for art, does that transfer over into your business? And if so, how? Definitely. Definitely, because what you do, you have to do it with appreciation and with love, because it's going to be, you're going to do it right. Don't do anything that you don't like. And this is always what I told my kids. Make sure that whatever you do in life, you love it, because you're going to do it right. So don't necessarily look at the aspect of Money, financial, that will come after. And usually it does if you do what you love and you follow in those steps. So, you know, that's words of wisdom for many of our listeners here in Florida and around the world that uh, that tune in to the Florida Business Forum podcast. If you're doing something you don't like to do and you hate every day of doing it, maybe it's time that you stopped and said, what is my passion in life? Fair statement? Fair. I did a couple of times in my life. Mm-hmm. I was in business where that were successful, but when I didn't have the passion for it anymore, I just sold it and move on. Tell me about your team. My team is people that have been working for close to two decades, and now my kids, they join me. So it's such a pleasure now to have the advantage of having your own kids working with you. You know, as I told them, they are smarter than me. Because we live in a different world today, where they're smarter than me, I just have more experience than them. So if we can mix both of them together, and as father and son and friends and colleagues, we can achieve big things together. I have found that when you meet the right 
people, and I say that, I get goosebumps, because there are certain people when you meet and you collaborate with them, the sum of yourself and those people is so much greater than you could ever, ever do alone. And I take it that you have met those people. Yes, I did. And uh, same thing in partnership, but many had partners in my business, and today my partners are my kids, and uh, have partners that I do business with, and we have, for us, is a synergy. And uh, I always say that when I have a partner, that one plus one has to make five. Absolutely true. I agree with that. Two-part question. And this one is probably one that you've thought about yourself many, many times. What is your most successful project to date and why? Very interesting question. So it depends how you can see it. So I did a successful project when you get the building where they are, the architect, piece of art. But unfortunately, the the economy was not there. It was late 2008. It was a crash. So my kids always tell me, Dad, you pass by this building and all your life you're going to say, I build it, it's your building, and this is a piece of what you accomplish. And I tell my kids, yes, except that when I pass by in front of this building, I remember that I lost money. Okay, it was a bad time in the economy and I lost money. So I rather have built something different that produces money, that gives you success, than somebody that was beautiful, but in a certain way was a failure. Even so, I don't take it as a failure. I take it as experience and experience space because it is the time of a life where I learned the most was at that point of time in 2000, late 2008, 2009, when the world economy collapsed. That was a period of time that was horrible for everyone. I, I look back on that period of time and sometimes wonder, how did we get through it? But we did by persevering. We did because we have the ability to forget. Thanks God. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And if not, uh, we could not continue. Look, it was an interesting time because it was challenging and you had to be creative and you have to think out of the box. And by thinking out of the box, this is where you have more experience and get better in what you're doing. Experience is a key part of everything. But before I forget, I know that if we were to stop and talk about all of your projects, and I want to talk about some of the projects, we would sit here for hours, especially with me, because I tend to just talk and talk and talk. And that's what I love doing. Can you come back for another episode? I will. Now, before we wrap up, uh, if someone wants to reach out and contact you either for uh, advice or your capital uh, investment company or whatever they might like to do. Are you accepting people to come forward and say, Jibera, I've got a thought, I've got an idea, or is it something that is a, a little bit more uh, structured? No, I'm always open, natural and open. You know, I put myself where I was years ago and would have loved to Ask people how you got successful, how you this and that, you know, to learn. Even so, you know, I still learn today, and I'm happy to learn from other people. South Florida, 
we have had our ups and downs in South Florida. Where do you see South Florida going right now as far as our business economy in particular? I think that finally people realize what Florida is about. People had thought that Florida was only a place where you get vacation and come just to go to the beach. Uh, when I had friends or family coming over to visit us, they did not understand how we could be busy from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. We're working, okay? We're active. And finally, it is unfortunate, but to wait to wait until the COVID happened for people to discover what South Florida was about. And finally, people understood. I mean, H fund that will have never thought of leaving Manhattan, they came to Florida. They were able to run their business. All of a sudden, they had also quality time, quality family time that they don't have over there. And they moved here. So, even so, when you hear the news, when you read your newspaper, the only thing you can hear is inflation, recession. It's going to be a collapse of economy in Europe. We're printing too much money in America. All of that is right. And it's true. But I don't think that South Florida has any concern about it. And uh, we are not going to go through what the rest of the world is going to go through, which doesn't sound very promising. And I don't have any worries. And I will even say that it is time to continue to invest because very soon prices will go up again in South Florida. So everybody is expecting, everybody is sitting right now waiting to see pricing um, going down and it's not happening. We may see just because of uh, financing purposes that people finance property uh, when the interest rates were in the high two, twos or low three. And today, we, I mean, we're getting to a much higher number, so they may have some problems refinancing. So you're going to hear there is a deal here and deal there, but except that I don't, I don't see it. Construction okay. didn't go down. Price of construction is still up, yep. which is a sign. And I can still see a lot of activities in our business on the multifamily business. I can see still a lot of activities. People are still moving here. And what's amazing is for the past two years, three years, we didn't see South American market, which we were totally depending on, essentially in Dade County. And it's an American market, a strong American market. We have no European, no South American. And when the market, South American market and European market will come back, then that's going to go. It's going to blow up. Many people I speak with say that Dade County, South Florida, Dade County in particular, is just about built out. But I think they sometimes forget there is the option of building up. There is... You know, there is a new trend when, unfortunately, that building collapsed in, in Surfside. Surfside yeah. So now you see the, you see a lot of the trend is to some developer trying to acquire all those condominium one by one, demolition and leaving a place to a new, to a new building. And that's going to continue to happen. Uh, you know, there is new standard for construction with hurricane with, and, that's going to happen. So I think that we still have a lot of land available. You can go west. Life is different west, but it's still a great life. There is ranches. People want space. Um, they can go to 
St. Lucie County, it's absolutely beautiful. The beaches are as nice as what they are over here. So I don't think it's a matter of... Uh, You're absolutely right. Some of those areas of Florida, like St. Lucie County, are undiscovered. Yeah, okay. you can take Jensen Beach, absolutely beautiful, beautiful home. You can... A few years ago, we could grab a home on the ocean over there for just below $2 million. The same house today. The multiples are three, four, five. So, I lament the days of selling our house on Hutchinson Island, but my wife does not miss the hurricanes. And, and you know, that is something that we all have to deal with. Uh, we're on a peninsula. So here in Florida, we have to deal with that. I rather deal with hurricane than earthquake. Absolutely. Okay. At Absolutely. least I know where it's coming. At what pace is coming and how strong is going to be. So I've been here since 1991, 1992. I was welcomed by Hurricane Andrew. So when you went to Hurricane Andrew, since then we didn't really get something as strong. And that was already almost, it was over 30 years ago. So Yes, that was something you look back on and you wonder at the time, how are we going to get through it? But we did. And the economy was booming just after. Absolutely. That was a booster to the economy in South Florida, was Hurricane Andrew. Indeed it was. Now, I asked earlier about coming back. You said you would be able to come back. Still hold to that? Definitely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. And Gilbert is going to come back. We heard it from him just now. So we look forward to that. In our next episode, we're going to get into some of the projects. And I love to hear the details from the wisdom that you carry with you. So we're going to take a look at some of those projects. Thank you for being here today. Very welcome. It was a pleasure to meet with you. I'm Sam Yates. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a great day. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, the Florida Business Forum is now accepting guest applications. Have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business. Thank you.